from active time battling to zombie slaying, waffling tailors covers video games and beyond. In part 2 of this episode we are joined by Rob from Gold Mountain Games. We reminisce about gaming as we grew up as well as covering everything from passions for your interests, cat assassins and augmented barbarian fish weaponry. So without further ado, sit back, grab some snacks and get ready for this episode entitled A Catch Up With Rob, No Bards Allowed Part 2. Take it away guys. Lutris, you said? Jay? Yes. Yeah, it kind of sounds like, oh, it might just be for Linux, I don't know. That kind of sounded like a very polite way of going, works on my machine, lol. Uh, no, I think I think I think the idea behind Lutris is it's to make it easier for folks to get yeah. started with playing video games on a Linux is distribution. It, is it so. because if you have other systems, they just work and you don't need to find workarounds? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So you know, the majority of uh, almost all PC games are written for Windows with Windows yeah, in mind, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. um, Valve are doing a great job of creating Proton to make things work, and video games that are only targeting Windows work not only out of the box on Linux distributions, but work better on Linux distributions. Like they're faster, they have better yeah, feature parity. You don't need <laughs> as much hardware to actually run them. Um, that's primarily because um, you know if you ever actually look at uh, task manager inside of windows at least one of your causes are working at 100 percent all the time and what it's actually doing is it's it's literally doing nothing it's doing nothing for 100 percent of the time um, and that's just because of the way that windows is written um and because even so i'm a background people already know this if they listen to the show a lot i'm a software developer i, I work a lot with microsoft um and the way that Microsoft target their stuff is it has to be 100% or as near to 100% backward compatible. And so the bad design decisions they made to make the operating system work in the 90s have to still be present. And so there's things like one of your calls will just run at 100% all the time because it has to, because that's the way to make it work. <laughs> yeah. I think it's interesting. Like, yeah. I, well, I love how passionate people get about things like this like like i will like i i will die on a hill that i will use a pc with windows it doesn't actually matter at all right and i'm sure if i put the effort into learning a different system it would be absolutely fine but like i just find it really funny how people are people will get really angry about it uh it's it's also like i like it in the pet community like if someone posts a picture of their cat and goes my cat's cute you sure as hell i'm posting a cute picture of my cat and trying to prove that my cat's the cutest (laughs) that is yeah yeah. uh i love the human condition um (laughs) (laughs) so i mean just to sort of uh, take the other side of that argument. Um, I use all three, right? I use Windows, Linux, distros, and Mac OS, but only because um, the workflow that I use fits that flitting between them. Um, and when people come to me and say, oh, but you should use Windows for this, or you should use this, that, and the other, I'm like, dude, use what works for you, yeah, right? Yeah, that absolutely, holds it matters, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> I think there's a... I, I, yeah. Sorry, go on. Oh, go on, go on. I was just going to say, like, for me, I, 
I've, I've got ADHD, right? So my brain, I could not go, I'm going to learn three things now and I'm going to learn them all well. It, my brain just can't do that. You know, I can learn one thing and I can learn it intimately or I can learn nothing at all. So it's that thing, yeah. you know, for me, I, <clears throat> I could never to pick up a Mac now and learn how to use it. I even struggled when I got I got a Chromebook and my brain just went, this is different. Uh, you can't do it. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't, doesn't compute it. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, with most things, people should just be able to make the choices they want to make and get on with it. And if it works for them, then it's fine, right? Yeah. Absolutely. What's the point in arguing? It's wasted breath. Arguing's a lot of fun though sometimes. I I, I do enjoy I do enjoy a good argument. Yeah. I think everyone does on some level. I do. I'm not fond of it. I feel like I need to say no you don't. But (laughs) Oh, here we go. Here we go. I'm 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 only here for the five minute argument. Yeah. Okay. Um so I've got a feeling I know why GA uses Lutris. Linux and Lutris begin with L. Let's keep it basic. And um, Baldur's Gate, you say? Um, I've only got one thing to say to that. When the going gets tough, someone hold my rodent. Yes. <laughs> Could you get any more of an iconic line from Baldur's Gate? Seriously. Oh, my goodness. I do need to go back and finish Baldur's Gate at some point. I never, I never finished it when it first came out, and... And I, I, I still haven't now. I, I fully understand, Rob, your your reluctance to play the older games. That's totally fine. And the way I say it, I feel the same way about computers as I do about video games. You like what you like, right? Yeah. And do what yeah. you do what you like, right? Because if it's not hurting anybody, what's the problem, right? <laughs> mm. You know, um, uh, one of my things is I, I, you know, I like to switch my brain off and watch pro wrestling, right? I don't care. Yeah. It's fun. Right, it's a live stunt show, is what I see as, and and it's brilliant. But that's just, my thing. <laughs> I just watched I just watched two series of a television program called Warrior Nun. Because I've why heard not? good things about that. It's yeah. a, actually saying that it was actually really good. I really enjoyed it. And I can't wait for the next season. <laughs> like, <laughs> good. <laughs> see, this is my thing, right? If you enjoy it, then go all in, right? I've been yeah. trying to teach, uh, trying to teach the kids. <coughs> excuse me i'm trying to teach the kids um you know be who you are if you're enjoying yeah. it and it, it isn't hurting anybody be that person right because at the end of the day you're just going to be you, you're going to be pretending to be someone else yeah someone that you're not and that's I'm, not that life life's too short to pretend to not be who you are if that there is sense. no such thing as a guilty pleasure either which is linked to absolutely that. like like one of my friends the other day i was listening to think twice by celine dion and it came up mm. on my discord and my mate went you listening to celine dion and i went yeah because i really enjoy it because it's un- unashamedly cheesy 80s listen to the passion in that voice it's great and like, do you like Celine Dion? <laughs> I don't care. I like this song. And yeah. it's like just that. Mm-hmm. Like, and there's this real thing. Like, I've been trying again, trying to explain to my son of this thing of going, especially when you'll get he's 14, so kind of relationship stuff is coming up. And you're talking about like going, you do not want 
someone to like you for someone you're not because you're going to have to pretend to be that person forever and the longer you do that the harder it's going to be and the more miserable you'll be it doesn't matter if people don't like who you are because there are only a few people and there'll be more people who do like you because you're unashamedly you i think it's really Mm. important in all it's why i love this massive geek movement we're we're in at the moment because being a geek is not about computer games or D or anything it's about being unashamedly passionate about a thing like you can be a geek about football you can be a geek about cars you can be a geek about absolutely anything and just this it's really wonderful acceptance. Like Henry, Henry Cavill is a great example of that. Like oh, just, yeah. just I, I'm not really interested in all of this fame stuff. I'm, I'm a geek. I want to, I'm, I enjoy acting. I do my thing, but actually I'm going to go home and paint my Warhammer armies because that's what I love. Look at this model. Isn't it great? Yeah. And yeah. where is that used to get a early or weird people now go oh you're passionate and that's wonderful Mm -hmm. the idea that when i was at school i could have done that just wasn't possible now my son can go to school and go i wrote D &D character and people go oh what's that or oh i i saw that person on that famous person talk about D. how amazing love it absolutely love it God, I'm jealous because yep. it be able it, to do that simul- at school. when I was at school. Yeah. Jesus, yeah, oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it simultaneously does two things it makes it more acceptable for other people to talk about, uh, mm-hmm. not that it shouldn't be acceptable, but it also um, removes any gatekeeping as well. And yeah. I don't mean like yeah. gatekeeping, you, you're you not allowed to get into this thing, more gatekeeping. I I know nothing about it, and I'm going to, you know, make fun of, and I'm not going to go into that thing. And it is it is so very important. There's a quote from... We've gone way off of video games, but I love where this conversation is going. <laughs> the, there's a quote from an episode of Shit's Creek. Um, uh, one of the characters is... They, they're talking about wine, but they're really talking about sexuality. Um, and and one of the characters says, but I thought you liked... I thought you liked red wine. And he says, well, sometimes I like white wine. Sometimes I like rosé. I like the wine, not the label. And that just fits with everything. Mm. Right? Yeah. Like the wine. If you like the the wine, like the wine. Don't care about the label. Go do whatever it is. If it's not hurting anybody, what's yeah. the problem? If you're not breaking any laws, what's the problem? Go be who you are and do what you like to do. Yeah. You you want to be passionate about what you do, go for it. If you like D D, if you like listening to Celine Dion, if you like cross stitching while eating OXO cubes in a pub onesie <laughs> like I do, go for it. That's what I say, because I just don't care anymore. Yeah. yeah. I wish I'd have known this 10 years ago. I just don't care anymore. Yeah. And again, going back to like the, uh, like my, my kids and other, other kids is going, they really, they really seem to have got that. Like, Mm. like they, and I know, I know there are, you know, whatever they're called, Gen Z, are they Gen Z? Whatever. No idea. Uh, (laughs) Don't get me wrong, right? They have their own problems like every generation does, but they have really understood the idea that life is theirs 
I think I just think it's wonderful. Like my son, my son is very like me. He's he's like I was at his age, which was a weird little geek who who kind of doesn't really didn't really understand a lot of the social norms. Had no interest in like any of the kind of like relationships or all of that other stuff. Like was just like. I found a really good book or this game's really good. I can do this with the mechanics. And whereas I was hiding it and like not wanting people to find out, he is out there going, I found this friend and he does it too. And I've, there's this community on discord that does this. And there's, there's all of these tools for him to be who he is. And it's just wonderful to see. Yeah. I yeah. love that. I, I absolutely <laughs> yeah. do. Very jealous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. One of the things that we like to do is we like to take our guests to the Thunder Plains. Now, this is something that uh, we always ask permission first. Um, let me lay out the rules first and tell you what it is, yep. and then we'll we'll talk about it. Uh, ask you permission afterwards. So essentially, um, the Thunder Plains is similar but legally distinct from a certain BBC radio TV show. A uh, radio TV show? You know what I mean? A radio show. Um, <laughs> similar to but legally distinct for this uh, for for the the purposes of the show. Yeah, unaffiliated. So essentially what we're going to do, it sounds rather violent, but it is only a game and it's only pretend, so that's not a problem. Imagine that you are in Final Fantasy X and the Thunder Plains is a place that you can get banished to. What we're going to do is we're going to open a portal to the Thunder Plains and very nicely and very politely boot you through it. You will get help. Maybe it'll be tomorrow. Maybe it'll be in a week. Maybe it'll be in an hour. Perhaps it'll even be in five minutes. But to stop you from getting bored, what we've said is we'll keep the portal open, only a fraction, and we'll throw through up to three or five video games and everything, or indeed board games, everything you need to play them, including and up to an internet connection. The only rules are that you can't ask for help, because help is already on the way. We're just sort of putting you through this little social experiment. Um, and you can't tell anyone that you're in the Thunder Plains. You just have to say, no, I'm, I'm just not available. You'll have to just deal without me. Yeah. So my question to you, if we if we were to get your permission to, and if we were to throw boot or yeet you through the portal, what else are we throwing through with it for you? Now, the important thing to remember is that there is shelter and food and everything like that. You'll be in a lovely house. You're just there by yourself for a little while. What are you taking with you uh, games-wise, video games, board games, whatever? To keep you from getting bored and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it, absolutely, uh, you have my permission to do this. It sounds like a wonderful way to not to to, to not have people go. Rob, have you left the house in a week? Um, I was banished. What can I say? Yeah, booted me through. Squidge booted me through a exactly. portal. Exactly. You know, I had no choice. <laughs> Um, We're providing a service, if anything. Exactly. I pay. I pay for this service. <laughs> um, Kickstart right here. <laughs> uh, um, what, what games would I say? Well, I think I think we we've spoken about the obvious one, which would be Divinity Original Sin Two. Uh, mm. 
there are just so many options and different you know different combinations of characters you can make and you know you've it, it you, I I would be happy with just that game for at least a year, you know, like hmm. um I would also take Rimworld. Rimworld is so I didn't know about Rimworld and in my slightly snobby tendencies I had seen it and went, uh graphics uh, um because <laughs> I'm 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 a bit of a graphics snob. Uh, and then one of my friends mm-hmm. went, no, Rob, you will you will love it. And I got it. And I think I play about 30 hours a week of RimWorld. I, <laughs> I absolutely love it. It's, I get to be God and I get to, you know, I get to create social, interesting social experiments. I get to... I just think it's just fantastic. Um, so yeah, I just think Rimworld is you've got there's so many options. You especially if you're you know if the only thing you've got to do is play games, then it's a game that you can restart every you know every day if you need to, and it's different every time. Um, now I don't. I'm sure that you're both going to know this when I say it, and I think. Again, if you're stuck for an extended amount of time, do you remember the incredible machine? Yes. Floppy disk. Floppy disk game where you could just build uh, what they called the... Um, what's the name of them? Yeah, the, the the things where you let a ball off and it rolls down oh, the slope and makes the cage the, lift uh, up. Rube Goldberg. Yeah. Rube Goldberg. I was going to say Rube Goldberg, yeah. yeah. I knew like, Rube, that was it. <laughs> like, it, I just remember, like, as a kid, just being like, oh, I can lift up, I can put a cat in a cage, and when this ball drops, it can lift up, and then it'll chase the mouse, and then the mouse will fall down here and knock a boxing glove into a... And you just, ah, oh, the amount of hours of fun. And there's not, like, <laughs> I have, every kind of few years, I go, someone must have remade that. Uh, no one's, I'm, I'm really shocked. There isn't a modern version of it, and I really don't understand why. Like you'd think. Sounds like a. Sorry, just really quickly. It sounds like a bit of a slip. You mentioned a cat in a cage, and the fact that one of your kittens is trying to kill you. You know. <laughs> yeah. Just a bit of a slip. <laughs> he is. He is actually sitting above and behind me. Uh, I'm waiting for <laughs> other things to come falling on top of me. Um, Judging you silently. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think the incredible machine would be one just for that nostalgia aspect of it, mm. but also again, yeah, yeah, just spending time making these again, like there's fun in re- there's sometimes fun in repetitive nonsense, right? Yeah, there's that, there's that. I'm just gonna do a thing because I can, is is mm. yeah, there's some catharsism in that, I find. Um, I mean that's a pretty good. There are some other games I would consider, like as I said, the 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 Settlers Two. That was again another seminal game for me. Just the mm. it's the best game for watching your people 
go about their lives and transport wood and turn get them to make bread after all this complex engineered uh, like uh, this engine that you set up oh, it was just just feels really wholesome and like oh look at my people doing their thing isn't it lovely um yep. and then an- another game i'm not sure i'd take this but actually like i just think it deserves a mention if we're talking about computer games is pillars of eternity Mm-hmm. Again, like an isometric RPG that threw away what all of them did. And I just think, yeah. like, to, to, to get rid of all of the standard classes and the ability scores and give you a completely new set of things to play with, one, it's brave, and two, they did it really well. And the store, and again, the writing was as good as the mechanics. And I, I think you know, it's a game I keep meaning to go back to uh, or play the second one, which I've owned, I own, but I've not, uh, I've not actually played because, like, there. I think in in this kind of capitalist-led, money-led world, you. Mm-hmm. It's very easy for businesses to go, this is the thing that makes money and we're going to do that because we're a company. And you, you can't blame people for that, right? That That's the point of a company is to make money. To, to take those risks, I think, I think, and achieve what they were aiming for, I think is worth some mention and worth people playing those games to see how they did it. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I think those are the... Those are the games I would I would definitely be taking or considering. Nice, mm. nice. I have to agree with uh, the settlers games because there's something I, I I love playing the sort of resource management element of um, the RTS and RTT mm-hmm. games. Mm. That bit is brilliant. Like setting up a town, setting up a base of some kind, and sending people out to go collect things and building up the civilization. I love that. What I don't like about games like Age of Empires and Command and Conquer is the eventual bit where you've got to build up an army and go take over the world. I'm like, I just I just want my people to be happy and yeah. and, and wholesome and build some stuff. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so, crazy idea. Yeah. RTS that you can play co-op online. One person yeah. does the resource gathering, the other person does the battling. So that, that's fascinating, right? Because I've, I've always had this idea of... Um, so you have you have the RTS, like it's a massive multiplayer online game. So you have RTS. As you build the units, you'd have people could then select, like you you can be this unit or this individual tank or whatever. Okay. And then, then once you've built all your squads and you've got all of the players assigned to it, you can now go, right, I'm entering into a battle. And then they play out the battle for you. So yeah, I've always kind of... I'm not sure how you could ever make that work because how do you do the real time kind of bit of it? But like, I've always kind of gone, that would be really cool. (laughs) Suppose the closest you could ever get to something like that would be um, a command and conquer game called Renegade, where you played as a a foot soldier on the ground. Mm. But as you're doing a mission, the person you're playing is, has got the RTS view and he's doing all the clicking and resource gathering and deploying the units, and then your friend just jumps in to whatever you've got there, picks up the weapon, and just goes rogue, does whatever. Mm. I suppose yes. that's sort of sort of the closest you could get. Yeah, 
I just it's, the one of the things I'm really looking forward to is the moment when we've got holographic battlefields. I've 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 had like since I was what thirteen and playing Games Workshop games, I've always gone one day we'll have that technology where you won't you'll have a projector above a table and you'll type in your armies and it'll all come out and you'll do it like that when you blend the tabletop with the video game that's that's what i'm really like and we yeah we're pretty close with vr stuff like I'm sure there are games out. I don't know much about VR. I've not. I've I've been to a I've been to a shop in London where you go into a big VR thing and it was great fun. But like, I'm sure that we're we're not that far away from being able to simulate that. Yeah, probably. One person. One person. That's it. It's all it's going to take for them to go. Wait a second, and then just goes off. Yeah. You know, they figure yeah. it out, and then before you know it, we're. Uh, We've got holographic tabletops. We've got that mixed with VR, so you could set up a scene and then someone runs in as a barbarian slapping people around with a fish, and you can see it on the tabletop, you know, stuff like yeah. that. That would be me, by the way. I'm no good at RTSs, <laughs> but I quite happily slap whatever with a fish, you know. I think the the way into that would be augmented reality rather than virtual well, reality. So, so that I be, was surprised you know. that didn't happen when, yeah, things like Pokemon Go were big. I thought, I thought we yeah. were going to get it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Very cool. That's it. We need to get Niantic on the phone and tell them this is the yeah. $100 million idea. <laughs> yeah, it would be massive because even think about it for like things like for tabletop gaming. Like, like mm-hmm. there's not, you don't have to imagine your characters moving through or have a, have a battle map drawn out. You can project it onto a table and you can actually have your people moving in 3d scenery like amazing let's do that yeah let's do it what's the first Um, steps i've got the idea for the first steps you try and create the tabletop that's got the hologram but instead of creating characters because character creation could take ages what we do is we we reverse engineer something so that while we're testing it and get it sorted we can use the nintendo amiibos to show up on the desk well, we'll get it right. Yeah, so it gives people the reason to use the sodden amiibos yeah. that everyone's got millions of. <laughs> and then you add an extra DLC patch where you can actually use the Skylanders as well. And then the Why the not? the uh, des- the whatever the hell it was, the Disney one. I can't remember what that's called oh, now. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, but you could have them in your game, which gives them a second life. Why not? I mean, not the I mean, game, I mean, life, but. you now can't put this episode out because. We've, we've given our Martin Million idea away. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> now that's, uh, yeah. And, and it would help with, it would help people get into it too, because if you can't, for, for how do, I'm trying to pick the right words for some people, if they can't see it, they can't do it. Yeah. And that's yeah. a totally valid thing. Yeah. And if you if you if you give the people the ability to see it, the the ability to witness and experience it, they're more likely to try it, right? It, they may not like it still, but at least they've tried it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's awesome. very cool. I say, I don't, I don't think we're far off things like that. Like, mm-hmm. 
it, it, I'm sure that the technology to do it exists. It's just someone, someone with the resources to put it all together and test it and all of that stuff. It, it's totally. coming. Yep. It's coming. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, as, you, as most of the to... technological advances have proved in the past, it's two guys in MIT that's got this, but they don't think it'll sell. So yeah. they're just playing chess on the brakes. And well, then one guy I wanders mean, in and goes, that could go really well. And then it takes off. Yeah. I mean, the the technology is there, right? You just have to look mm. at all of the, the dead musicians that keep bringing back to life. That's using mm. the exact same thing you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Right? That's that. that I mean, I'm, I'm putting words into your mouth and I'm inferring from what you're saying, but if you can use that on a slightly smaller scale, that is essentially yeah. what they're doing, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's true. Yeah. And even then, that technology is based on an idea from the 1900s right because uh, i don't know if you've ever looked into it but the technology behind the holographic musical uh, performance is how they used to how uh, charlatans used to prove that ghosts existed you put a little mirror underneath the stage and you have someone moving around underneath the stage and they are reflected onto um some reflective material on the stage is the is the, yeah. the basic version of it but it's that but with um you know uh, uh i believe it's with a uh, uh like a dust in air that captures that catches the i may be wrong but the, it's essentially that okay. you're projecting from underneath yeah. the stage onto a thing on the stage so you could totally spoilers. do something like that yeah spoilers <laughs> never see but those stage players again now thanks for ruining <laughs> it for me absolutely i i didn't know that that was actually a thing that was happening um yeah, yeah. So, uh, does that mean I can like go and see Leonard Skinner play? So probably they're probably not, not doing. Skinner? They're probably not doing Leonard Skinner. No, they should do <laughs> Leonard Skinner. But they have done uh, for the people who may have missed it. They have done um, Tupac because he he must be alive because he keeps releasing new albums. Um, Michael Jackson and the new ABBA stage show is them from the seventies being projected onto a projector on screen. So, so all people that like, why aren't you doing Freddie Mercury, Prince, David Bowie? Absolutely. Come on. Yeah. Well, I guess it's because it requires the estate to be happy to do it. Isn't it? I that's suppose what it that's true. I mean, yeah. I can imagine Prince and David Bowie being very happy. <laughs> maybe. Maybe not Prince. Maybe. But yeah. That's cool. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna look into that. I didn't even know it was a thing. Cool. Hmm. There you go. But yes, um so chaps, uh, I feel like I'm running a little short on time today. I'm happy to come back again, Rob, and do another episode with this. This has been a load of fun. Yes. Let people know though. Um, where where they can find out more about you and Gold Mountain Games. And I know that the Salt Reach Isles was almost ready when we last talked in January. Like, is that ready now? Or is that something we can do? So, the, so we, had, we had had to cancel the Kickstarter for the book for Salt Reach Isles because of the um, uh, gaming license stuff. Uh, so what we decided to do is we are going to be releasing these zines. Uh, we've got 12 of them planned. And then at the end sure. of the zines, we're then going to release the full book, the full settings book. Um, so the zines contain quite a lot of kind of world building stuff and uh, mechanics that people can use spells, monsters, um, subclasses, etc. And then the book will uh do two things it will combine all of them into one thing and expand on it 
so like in a zine you'll get a little bit of information about one of the cities in the book rather than having three pages you're going to have eight pages on it so um partly to you know build up our audience but also we have a lot of content so we're you know we're just trying to get it all out there in a way that there's too much content to fit in one book so with the the mixture of the zines and the books it's worth getting both of them and you know there's just you know there's a lot more stuff people we're geeks right we like having a shelf full of Mm. cool looking items um and yeah so the second one is coming out later this year uh all of our kind of announcements all of our stuff is facebook gold mountain games um as i say our streams are on youtube again gold mountain games um we are going to be launching a kind of a talk show similar-ish to this um that's probably that's early next year uh which will be talking about other tabletop rpgs so we'll be finding like the little indie indie games will be uh talking about what they do how they do it that kind of thing um yeah we've got we've got quite a lot going on and it's just you know we are we are always looking to expand. We're always looking to kind of, we, we really want to share and work with this community to like, there's, there's this, again, it's talking about what we were earlier about the world kind of coming together a bit more these days. And, yeah, there used to be a thing about going, oh no, your competition. We're not gonna, we're not gonna deal with you. Whereas now, it's a lot more no 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 let's all help each other let's all kind of so like as i said like if if you've got a thing that you want to see published come and join our community page and talk about it and we'll we'll see what we can do you know let's let's help people achieve all of these interesting cool things um so yeah like please do look us up please do uh watch out for our kickstarters and yeah We've got exciting things coming up with Dark Legacies, so I'm very much looking forward to that. Great stuff. And just to remind everyone, Dark Legacy is written by one of the people who used to be on Babylon 5, right? That's me. Yeah. That's correct, yeah? Yeah, yeah so Claudia Christian, uh, she's yeah. the, she was the security guard. Um, yeah. And then Chris McCauley, is, uh, he writes the Stokerverse. He, uh, with... Um, Dakra Stoker, he he writes some Star Wars stuff, some Doctor Who stuff, some yeah, he's his his list of accolades is ridiculously long. Um he's a fantastic writer and a really nice guy. Uh so you know it's yeah, that's it. I got I got some of the work yesterday and was reading through it. It's very cool. Like it really mixes some awesome. of the best best bits of those genres together. I'm really looking forward to running some games in it. Yeah. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. Awesome, awesome. Well, um, thanks for being with us, Robert. It's, I've I've had a great time, and I can't wait yeah. for to to hear more about all of these projects you've got going on. Um I'm very very interested. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I've thoroughly enjoyed this. It's really nice to just come and talk about passions, isn't it? Uh and I like that yeah. we we went down a bit of a sentimental lane about our children and childhood and all of that. I think that was really nice. Uh, mm. impromptu but fun. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. It's, it's well, that's the thing with, with us. Yeah. That's it. That's the thing with us. We go off in a direction and we talk about something just because that's that's where we're going, right? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, yeah. Thanks for being with us, Rupert. Um, My pleasure. Um, thank you all for listening to another episode of Waffling Tailors. We're on the web at wafflingtailors.rocks. Um, we're not on all the social media platforms, uh, mainly because I don't have the personal bandwidth to manage them all, but we are on Twitter for as long as Twitter may live. Uh, Facebook and Twitch. We will be doing more video game streaming soon. If you just search for Waffling Tailors, we'll come up everywhere. Um, and I know you make fun of me for it, Squidge, but I'm, I'm quite happy with the page that I built for the website called Those Games We Played. So if you go to wafflingtailors.rocks slash those hyphen games hyphen we hyphen played, uh, there'll be a link in the in the show notes. Uh, that lists you'll, all you'll the games we've ever know. talked about. Oh. Sorry. You'll be quite glad to know that um, I always make a point of on like the Waffling Tailors light of saying, Jamie will kill me if I don't say this. So I'll say it. So I've I've made a point of making that a thing as well. <laughs> so Okay. Sorry to interrupt, but yeah. No, it's that stayed in the episode, um, by the way. Totally. Um, but yeah, the, the those games we played page uh, indexes the all the episodes we've put out, um, all of the blog posts we used to write, and links to all, li- mentions all of the games that we've ever talked about on the show um, in the order in which we've talked about them. So if there's a game that you particularly like, head to that page, and you can either do a control F or you can order by a number of references and you'll find all of the times we've ever talked about that game. So uh, I'd like, to, I'd be interested to find out what everyone's favorites are and, and how many times we've brought it up. And if there's something we haven't talked about that you want to talk about, hit us up, wafflingtailers.rock slash contact. We will happily have you on the show to talk about the game that you want to talk about. Jump on the Discord and yell at us for it. <laughs> Absolutely. Get on the Discord, wafflingtailers.rock slash Discord and tell me that I'm wrong because I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>